It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV. Delighted to be joined by Eddie Hearn in Orlando. Eddie, we'll get to this card in a second, but I need to get your response to Robert Smith's comments today. They seem a bit strange because you and Frank both told me yesterday in interviews that the board cleared this with the ABC, was it? And that Connor has cleared the fight. Now he comes out saying something completely different. Where does this came from? Well, I think he's a play on words. I just spoke to, you know, Andy Puro there and, you know, Robert Smith says he believes that Connor Ben hasn't cleared his name. What they should have asked him is, is Connor Ben cleared to box? Because the answer is yes. And that's the reason that he's fighting this weekend. You know, he said that he's spoken to the commissions. If he wasn't cleared to box, Robert Smith would have said to the commissions, no, he's not cleared to box. He's suspended. We know he's not because he won his case against the board and against UCAD. And, you know, I think it's, it's a lot of emotion in these interviews. And it's still very strange that the secretary of the British Boxing Board of Control is going on with Simon Jordan talking about this. It's quite baffling, but we've come to expect it now. Conor Ben has been for every process that's been asked of him. Um, he is, as I said, cleared to box because he's fighting on Saturday. Um, don't know what else to say, don't know what else to tell you other than that he'll fight on Saturday. And then we will plan his December fight. Now, if he's not ever cleared to box, he will not be able to box. And that will be a separate conversation. But, you know, I think a bit of a play on words there from, uh, from Robert. But I get, you know, again, a lot of emotion. They lost the case they want to appeal you know if, if they are going to let's speed that up because we would have actually waited if that appeal was you know don't forget that they they requested the appeal was it back in july or august so you know we're, we're nearly coming up to the end of september so you know i just did a 40 minute interview arguing about cleared his name cleared like uh, what do you expect Connor ben to do just sit and wait. It's getting to the point though that everyone's bored of talking about this. The fans are listening listening yeah, to it daily. You're talking about it. To be honest with you, Carl, that's one of the reasons you go ahead and fight. Because if, hopefully, he goes out there and looks sensational on Saturday night, you know what's coming. It's the Chris Eubank fight. It's one of the biggest fights in world boxing. And sooner or later, people are going to have to say, look, he's done what's been asked of him and he hasn't boxed for 18 months. It's time. We believe that time is now. You know, his options, having won that case and having 
been cleared and not suspended. It's just to sit and wait for a potential hearing that may never happen. And you know, you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that the decision from the first hearing came on the final day that that decision could be made and the, the appeal came on the final day that that could be made. So if you don't think there's a slow playing going on here, then, you know, and I think Conor Ben just looked at it and spoke to lawyers and team and said, am I allowed to box? Am I clear to box? Yes, you are. Your suspension was lifted. And he went, okay, I'm going to box. And it's as simple as that. Does it get to the point, though, that you believe that there might be an agenda against Matram because this is, yeah, you and Frank both kind of... against Matram or Conor, but it just doesn't really make sense because we've had other fighters fail tests and no one's really even mentioned it. Yeah, you've got this is literally every day for a year. Has been an interview, has been a soundbite, as you know. And but how much longer does the documents need to remain confidential? For example, well, no one speaks the, about the B sample. No one talks that's, about that's the process. That's not Connor Ben's process. You know, we don't want to breach a confidentiality. But at the same time, you know, people talk about oh, this should happen and that should happen. But he's done everything. You know, when he finished the WBC hearing. And he went out and he uh, got reinstated into the rankings. Everyone said, oh, yeah, but he's done the WBC, but he needs to go through UCAD and the British Boxing Board of Control. I actually didn't think he necessarily would do that. But he turned around and he said, no, do you know what? I will go through that because that's what people want me to do. So he went through that case and he won that case. Right? And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, but hang on a minute. He hasn't really cleared his name. I wasn't on that hearing, but that's the case to answer to. Do you know what I mean? Like, at what point do you go, he's done what's been asked and he's been cleared to fight? Like, and, and you know, what Robert Smith said, he hasn't had his, he hasn't cleared his name. Well, that's your opinion. Our opinion is different. But one thing is for sure, he's cleared. As I keep saying, I, I, like, why why is there this discrepancy between the fact that you you and Frank have both said the whole team has basically said he's cleared to fight this week, he's cleared to box, right? But he comes out today on Talksport. What is the benefit of Robert Smith doing that today? I've never seen it before in my twelve, well, more fourteen years of promoting, and I, I would think my father, through his Hall of Fame career before where someone with such, you know, and we talk about, you know, in my opinion, an agenda in Simon Jordan and those guys will get the secretary of the British Boxing Board of Control on the phone to basically try and, you know, and it's the whole thing is, again, just my opinion. It doesn't make sense because you've got other fighters that have felt, no one's even mentioned a word about it. Is it because of the fact that when this is spoke about, for example, the confidentiality side of it, which I get from a legal perspective, but this B sample, no one's ever really spoke about it. Why? Because that is, we're part of a confidential process. Again, come like, I don't set the rules of a confidential process. UK, there's a strict confidential process of, and, and if you breach that, you've breached the confidentiality of the case. We've got an, a, supposedly an, an appeal coming up. We'll see whether that happens, what happens. But from our point of view, Connor, you know, and uh, you know, you you heard my interview, you know, with Andy. Connor has produced this scientific evidence in the past. It's not like he's never he's just kept it like under his bed or something. But when that's asked to be produced, he's produced it every time. If you go and read Matt Lawton's piece in the Times, you'll see a very very in depth article about one of the reasons why we believe Connor Ben is innocent. So it's not like oh we're not we're not telling you. But when you go into a trial like he did with UCAD, he's done everything he was asked to do and he won. 
So, like, what Robert Smith, what they should have said in that interview is, is he cleared to box? And under their rules, if you're not suspended, if you're not fined, if you're not banned, if you're not, you are cleared to box. But who at the British Boxing Board of Control was the one that, whenever the ABC contacted, they said, yeah, he's fine, he's cleared to box? I have no idea, but I mean, he said he spoke to the commissions, but what they would have said to him is, is Conor Ben suspended? Is he cleared to box? And he would have said, yeah, he's not, he's not suspended. So, like, I get that you're not happy that he's fighting, but also, just tell the truth, which is he's allowed to box anywhere in the world because he's not suspended. Now, if there's an appeal and he loses the appeal and he's suspended, all of a sudden he's not cleared to box. So, uh, again, like it's the most, not boring debate, but it's like, I don't know what else to say. Like Conor Ben has two choices, right? Having won the case, was it July or August? Or, yeah, July, July. Having won the case in July and having won the case and having having the suspension lifted and having being cleared, he has the choice to fight or to wait for a potential appeal, which we know through all the slow playing previously could be kicked into next year. He hasn't boxed for 18 months. What he's spent in terms of scientific reports, in terms of legal costs, you know, the man needs to go back to work. So when you win, you know, and I, and I said to someone the other day, just as an example, something happens to you, Colm, right? You get accused of something or you get a bit of bad luck or, what, you know, could be anything and you're not allowed to work, right? You're 18 months in, you haven't earned a penny and you've been fighting this case, you've been fighting this case, you've been trying to produce evidence, you've been speaking to your lawyers, you've been spending money to try and clear your name and the big hearing comes and you win. And they go, congratulations, you're now free to go back to work. And you go, okay. And then they come back two weeks later and say, no, we're going to appeal this at some time. We just go back and sit on in your sofa. You're free to work. And that's what Conor Ben is. It's a restraint of trade if you don't let him fight. He won the case. So, you know, now I completely understand if he didn't win the case and he was suspended, we wouldn't even be having this conversation because I couldn't even justify it, really. And by the way, the ABC, Florida, Texas, they, would not, they wouldn't have even considered him to fight. But it's not, is it? So, like, yeah. Does it get to the point, though, after this fight, everyone's sick of it? You're, I'm sure like, you're blue in the face talking about it. That's one of the reasons, what I said to you, it's one of the reasons that fighting is actually going to benefit him because it's happening. But can you sit down and say next week with the board, Let's get in a room together, sort this out. Give no, me a time for. Have those conversations. Why no, though? It doesn't make sense. I, tell me. Tell me. Every time we request a, a, a meeting or a conversation, it's speak to Alice. And it's unbelievably frustrating. But is it not like within their benefit to put this to bed, yeah, not incur more legal costs yeah, if they? But also, if you got a chip on your shoulder, if you, you know, if there's ego, you know, and there's probably ego from both sides. Conor Ben, I don't think Conor Ben would probably like to have a British boxing board of control license again. I mean, there's a lot of fighters, very high profile, that have been through arguments with the British Boxing Board of Control and chosen to be licensed in America. But I want Conor Ben to be licensed in Britain. And we wouldn't do a show without the British Boxing Board of Control. We respect them. We know they have a difficult job. We don't always agree with them. Um, but after this fight, we are going to put in an application either for a license or for 
uh, permission to box for Conor Ben in December. Does that mean that the appeal process needs to be streamlined to, to happen very soon then? For them to say no to him boxing legally, probably, yeah. I mean, but we're happy for the appeal. Listen, if the appeal was next week, oh, we'd be so happy because we win that appeal and then finally everything's done. But what we don't know what's going on behind the scenes because since it was confirmed that the appeal was taking place, we've heard nothing. So, you know. We'll move on to, to this card as a whole, Eddie. Obviously, the addition of Connor brings additional eyes, but there's a really, really good fight on the card in Richardson Hitchens. Mm -hmm. that people are now kind of forgetting about a little bit. The winner of this fight, where can they go next? Well, I think that with Zapida, you've got a guy who had a very close fight with Ramirez. Some people thought that he won that fight. Um, had a great fight with Regis Progre. And then you've got Richardson Hitchens, who in his mind is the truth. You know, the, the kid on the block at 140 pounds that's going to go on and beat everybody. He's come through the blind side. You know, he's a Mayweather promotions fighter that everybody talked about in the amateurs. He was an Olympian. And he's 16 and 0. And if he beats Zapida in style, all of a sudden you've got to be talking about him as one of those guys that's going to go on and, and have a big fight. You know, whether that's for world championship. I mean, last night he told me he wants the winner of Haney Program. You know, how many fight once you beat a Zapida, how many fights are you actually away from a shot? This is really the fight to get you a shot. So I think we're going to learn a lot about Richardson Hitchens on Saturday night and you know in terms of his you know in terms of how good he is and how, how, how true the hype is and how real the hype is is the fight with Montana Love completely dead because it's kind of just fizzled out what, what's yeah, the mean, story there with Montana Love he got injured and we tried to actually reschedule it for this date but he wasn't ready for this date and now you know it's been delayed and I'm not saying that we've missed the boat on that fight but certainly um, you know we have to think about Richardson Hitchens, and he wasn't the one that was injured. He gets a chance against Zapeda, and if he shines on Saturday night, he may be looking beyond Montana Love, but certainly with the history and the bad blood, that's definitely a fight that will always have legs. Sandy Ryan, a Brit over here, trying to take over in America against McCaskill. How do you feel that that goes? I think it's a great fight. I mean, that great mixture between, obviously, uh, Clifton and, and Rick Ramos as well, and I think it's a real credible top top female fight like McCaskill sometimes doesn't probably get the credit she deserves don't forget she boxed Katie Taylor for the lightweight world title gave her a great fight she was the unified champion at 140 she was undisputed at once 147 and Sandy Ryan's just in her eighth fight I mean you know Parsons told me which you certainly have to check up on that this is um you know uh, a fight that would see her become the fastest lineal champion I told him that the Did little you? shit I like it anyway. I'm going to go with it. So eight fights. Um, but, you know, I think when you look at the career of Sandy Ryan, you have to give her unbelievable props because she lost her third fight in a fight that maybe she shouldn't took at the time, but she wanted to fast track herself into the big fights. And I think that moment when she lost that fight changed everything from her. You know, sometimes you'd see her at the fights, look a little bit fleshy or be a pound over on the weigh-in day. And then all of a sudden after that fight, everything changed. She locked herself away. She took herself away from social media. And she's completely dedicated herself and her life to her craft, which is inspiring to see. And as a promoter, you want that from a fighter. You want to know that you, the fighter you're investing in is giving the sport 110%. And she's never looked back after that defeat. So that's also a lesson to young fighters as well. Don't be afraid to take chances early on. You can come back from it. You never want to lose. But if you do lose, look at what Sandy Ryan has done. And, you know, she can become a massive star of the sport on Saturday night, but she's against a very, very tough, rugged, strong opponent. I think it's going to be a war.
could you see a fight with Natasha Jonas materialising or is that relationship with Boxer kind of a little different now after what's gone on? Yeah, it's a shame really because, you know, you would hope that any fighter wants to become undisputed. You know, and what Natasha's done is is unbelievable. You know, to I know it's at one fifty four, but you know she won world titles there. She unified, and then she moved down and won a world title at one forty seven. So, if whoever wins on Saturday night, Jessica and Sandy, they could fight Natasha for the undisputed welterweight championship. We also know that that's probably unlikely because of some people's, um, I don't know, like mindset but it still baffles me that we never did Natasha Jonas against Terry Harper for the undisputed at 154 so if she doesn't fight the winner of this fight she's lost the opportunity to fight for undisputed at 154 and undisputed at 147 why because she doesn't like me or Steffi Ball or Joe don't like like it's rubbish really like she deserves a shot at undisputed but the winner of this is going to have all the belts it's going to be the lineal champion if that's a thing the, the Ring Magazine champion is definitely a thing. So, they're not, I'm not saying they're going to hold the aces, but you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, she had all the belts, but one at 154. Now she's got one belt and needs all the other belts. So, this puts Sandy in a fantastic position. And, um, you know, it's, it's a great, great fight. It's going to be a, a brutal one. Lastly, the boxer situation with Conor Ben, you talked a little bit about it with me yesterday. In terms of that situation, why do you feel that they approach Conor Ben after everything that's been said? Because they'll be wanting to hold on to um, Chris Eubank. You know, Chris Eubank's out of contract with Sky and Boxer. Or if he was even under contract with Boxer, I don't know. But he's with Wasserman. So, you, Sky, Sky's boxing is completely driven by pay-per-view. And if you're Sky right now, you're looking at your pay-per-view offerings that have happened over the last couple of years, and with the guarantees they've had to put up, they're actually showing probably a net loss on their pay-per-view over the last two years, which is vastly different to when we were there. But if you're Sky and you're looking at, okay, what's our next pay-per-view? Tell me the next pay-per-view on Sky from the Boxer Stable. So... You, they really need Eubank, and they don't have him. They don't have him under contract. So they're going to try and make moves. Conor Ben is, has over a year left on his contract with us. He's completely exclusive to Matrim and DAZN. They cannot make that fight. You know, if, if we allowed them to, and we spoke with Conor, and we all felt that was the thing to do, we have that conversation. But uh, You're getting west away, so we'll get you the one. Cheers, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.